What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode number one of the Weed and Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Jay. On this week's episode, we'll discuss exactly what to expect from the Weed and Wealth Podcast. And our main topic of the day, don't be so hard on yourself. There's no time like the present to start investing. Now, for the weed portion of the show, of course, we're definitely going to talk about weed. But I'm also going to talk about my favorite hemp and CBD products as well. But putting all of that in the title would have been way too long. So a question that I've gotten uh, pretty consistently is, why the title Weed and Wealth? Well, I really wanted to dispel the myth that there's certain type of people who smoke weed and enjoy weed products. A lot, and I mean a lot, of the people who choose not to partake, they kind of look down on us. They look down on people who smoke weed and they think that we're all lazy and unmotivated and I just really, really, really wanted to dispel that myth. Now, for anyone that has a stigma about who they think the type of people are who enjoy weed and weed-related products, come close, come to your speaker. Listen, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. Your kids, teachers, your doctors, your managers, and this part may offend a few people, but hell, even some of your pastors enjoy weed. Trust me. Now for the wealth segment of the show, I'm gonna talk about wealth building, saving, budgeting, investing, basically any and everything having to do with money. Now, if you know me outside of this podcast, you know talking about personal finance and financial health is a really big deal to me. So I definitely want to make sure that we spend a ton of time on that every episode. Now, for the weed portion of the show, we're back at it. And I want to jump right into my favorite green product of the week. This week, my favorite green product is the ABX Sour Diesel Half Gram Sativa Cartridge. I absolutely love this product now back in the day i was a sour diesel fan the old school way the grind it up the roll it but let me tell you i am a hundred percent cartridge guy it's neat you just pop open the box you screw in the cartridge and you're good to go but what i like best about this abx sour diesel it gives you a nice boost of energy like seriously you can feel the extra energy it gives you and it gives you that energy it gives you that high without being stuck and super relaxed like some other like some other strands and honestly it's a mood improver and you don't have to be in a bad mood for it to improve your mood if your mood is a 8 out of 10 it's probably going to give you those couple extra points to get you to that 10 i love it like i said you can function really well and it's just a nice nice cartridge again i love cartridges and speaking of cartridges my favorite battery i have two or three batteries but my absolute favorite one is this no name key fob style you know like um some of the keys you guys have for your cars pop it open same thing and best of all it's a usb battery so i don't have to worry about oh man my battery's dead i need to go find some batteries for my battery I can just plug it in, pop it in a USB like you have for your 
um, iPhone or Android or whatever it is that you have. Um, I'm looking now. Um, you can find them on eBay for between $15 and $30. Um, definitely don't pay more than $30 with shipping. Um, so there's no particular name brand on it. I see a bunch of companies with their name slapped on it. Like I said, it's a pretty, I guess, generic battery, but I absolutely love it. It can fit in your pocket. If you carry keys, I don't, but if you do, you can put it on your keychain. So it is a great battery. And again, our green product of the week, the ABX Sour Diesel Half Gram Cartridge. If you love Sour Diesel, get it. If you haven't tried Sour Diesel, get it. I just want everybody to get it. Um, before I get into our topic of the week, I guess I should tell you guys a little bit about me. As you can already tell, I'm from somewhere in the South, if you can hear that Southern draw in my voice. But um, honestly, I'm just a guy that loves marijuana and CBD products. I like the oils, the soaps, the honey. But as I said earlier, I'm a guy that loves talking about finances and money. Now, uh, I've been married for eight or nine years. I'm honestly not great with dates. With years, I know the actual date I got married, but I'm not sure if it's eight or nine years. So, honey, if you're listening, don't kill me. Uh, we have a son that's four years old, and we have a dog that's really super cool. So, me and my wife, we are really big on investing. So, for me, for years, I've always been an avid reader of different financial blogs and pub- publications like Money or Forbes, etc., etc. And for all those years, I've seen a ton of stories about couples who saved enough money to retire in their early 50s, 40s, and hell, some even in their 30s. But when I thought back to those stories and those articles, I couldn't recall seeing any of those stories feature a minority couple. Like seriously, not one. 100% of them were all white couples. So I decided to change that narrative and my wife and I came up with this, I guess, slogan, goal, mantra, whatever you want to call it, called 22 to 1. So simply put, we put together an aggressive saving and investment strategy in hopes that we can work towards an early retirement, um, obtain financial freedom, and we want to achieve a $1 million portfolio by the end of 2022. So that's where the 22 to 1 comes from. But um, yeah, so we plan to retire somewhere between 2028 and 2030. But to get to that point, we knew we needed to focus on the next five years. So to reach our goal, we made some fairly simple lifestyle changes along with doing the following. Um, I increased my 401k contribution from 12% to 21%. Um, sidebar, if you're at a company that has a 401k, at a minimum, you need to be doing the company match. If your company matches at 3%, you need to put in 3%. If your company matches at 6%, you put in 6%. That is free money that will compound and grow over the years. And if you leave your company, you can roll that 401k over and take it with you wherever you go. Do the company match you will regret it if you don't. Now, back to me moving my contribution from 12 to 21%. Let me be honest with you guys. That was extremely mentally tough for the first few months, seeing my check go down by 9%. You notice it. 
but looking back like i said it was tough the first few months but it's all good now glad i did it we're seeing the our yearly year over year increases and the growth in our account so it was definitely worth it my wife increased her 401k contribution from four to eight percent and we also invest an additional 12% between our Roth IRAs and our personal investment account. And so just another caveat that we can't control, but for all this to work, we need to achieve an average of a 13% return um, from now through 2022. And although it's potentially risky, we've decided to maintain a really heavy um, stock portfolio. And when I say stock, I mean, we have our portfolio is made up of 60% mutual funds and 40% stock, but those mutual funds are pretty high-risk mutual funds. There are a lot of U.S. stocks. There are a lot of tech companies, but for us to even have a chance to turn our portfolio into $1 million by 2022, we knew we had to be aggressive. But the beauty in that is because our portfolio is at a certain level, we can absorb some of that risk that may come with having such an aggressive portfolio so definitely our plan is to hit and exceed our goal but i also hope that over time from you listening to this podcast that uh, i can provide some simple strategies to challenge and motivate you um to improve your personal finances or your family's finances or your future family finances i just hope that you walk away with something that's thought-provoking and make you think in a different way to change the way you think about money. And so on my Instagram page, the um, the first of every month, I update our portfolio status from the prior month. So for the podcast, I plan on doing that the first Friday of every month. But since this is the first Friday I recorded, you guys are going to get it today. So for July, our portfolio is currently sitting right around $628,000, up $29,000 from the previous month. And another thing I like to do, I like to kind of benchmark against the S&P 500 because that's uh, just a major benchmark that a lot of financial analysts use to see how the country's going and everything for the economy. So for the month of July, our portfolio beat the S&P 500 by just over 2%. Like, I know in most other walks of life, 2% is not a big deal, but beating the S&P 500 by by over 2% is a really big deal for us. And that puts us at 9% better than the market for the year. And we're sitting at a portfolio yearly return of just over 27%. So we're super excited about that. Um, This is on pace to be our best return year since we've been married. So... I'm really excited about that for my portfolio. Uh, didn't make any changes in July. You'll come to know that my investing strategy is pretty much set it and forget it. Aside from a little bit of tweaking, I may do a couple times a year. But I really just, when I buy a stock or a fund, I really just try to buy something that I think I'll feel just as good about five years from when I buy it, from when, from when I bought it. So... I mean, I don't think any of us or most of us just really don't have time to get in the weeds and learn, uh, not weeds, not weed weeds, but you know what I mean? Don't have time to really dig into the details of stocks every day, every week. So when I kind of help guide people towards what to put in their portfolio, I try to help pick things that are, like I said, pretty hands off. You just buy it, keep contributing to it and just leave it alone and let it grow. 
So, you'll come to learn that over the next few weeks on the podcast. So, let's get into today's topic. Don't be so hard on yourself. There's no time like the present. Now, quite a few times a week, definitely more than I ever expected, people confide in me about their financial situations. And it means a lot that people trust me to open up and good, bad, and ugly show me their financial health. Um, A few people are optimistic about where they are and where they're trending financially for the future. But honestly, a lot of people are down on themselves because of the lack of savings and investing they've done to this point in their life. And they see it as such a daunting task, they don't even, they decide not to even try, not to even start investing. It's too late. I wasted too much time. But I'm here to tell you that next to actually having money, time, due to compound interest, is the biggest factor in growing wealth. So I'm here to tell you that there's no need whatsoever to be down on yourself. You are not alone. The latest statistic I saw last week said that 78% of Americans are living check to check. And while I know the goal is not to be a part of that 78%, I say that to say, again, you are not alone. Don't be so down on yourself. Just by listening to this podcast and other podcasts like this and thinking about getting your finances in order and reading different articles to getting your finances in order, you're already making steps in the right direction. Now, I know you're probably like, why should I listen to this guy? He's got it all together already. He doesn't have the worry about starting late in life. And I know you just heard me give my portfolio update, yada, yada, yada. Portfolio sitting at just over 628000 But let me give you a personal account of how somebody can turn it around. I'm going to take you back to when I wasn't so financially savvy. When I was 25 years old. Now from the outside looking in, I looked really, really successful for my age. My mama thought I was successful. My daddy thought I was successful. My friends thought I was successful. And I guess to a degree I was. I had a good salary, but salary doesn't equal wealth, people. You, We have the, uh, let me sidebar that too. We have to stop thinking just because we have a high salary, we have wealth. That is not the case. And that's the topic for a future episode as well. But back to 25-year-old me. I blew money, like a ton of money. I would I would spend it like it had an expiration date. Clothes, TVs, a few hundred dollars nearly every weekend at the club. I bought bottles. Buying bottles at the club has to be the dumbest thing in the world. You buy a $40 bottle for $400. It makes no sense, but I did it almost every single weekend. I had zero financial discipline whatsoever. But after getting a divorce, having some bad tenants to rental properties, making repairs to those rental properties, paying the mortgage on those empty rental properties, and going to court for more than a year over a property dispute, my finances were on life support. So here I was, 25, 26 years old at this point, new infinity coupe and whoo she was nice brick house on the hill two rental properties and for the most part 
I was dead broke. Broke to the point that aside from my 401k, which thankfully I had set up already and I forgot about it. My 401k is just cranking in the background. So thankfully, if I didn't forget about the money in that 401k, I probably would have stopped contributing to it and taking that money so I could have more money to waste on weekends. But like I said, thankfully, I forgot about it. That 401k was cranking in the background. But aside from that 401k, I had $7.14 to my name. Let me say that again. New Infinity, Brick House on the Hill, two rental properties, nice salary, $7.14. It made zero cents. I'm almost ashamed to tell you guys that. I'm surprised I didn't edit this out. But I had no savings, no personal investment accounts, no Roth IRA, nada except for my 401k. And that was my wake up moment. Without that period in my life, I never would have become financially sound. And my goal of retiring at 45 or 50, that would have been nothing more than a pipe dream. So you don't just, you don't just wake up with a lot of money saved and with a, with a nice portfolio and tracking to retirement. But you, you have to save your first dollar before you can save $1,000, $200,000. And I know if your savings is, is nowhere near where you want it to be, even getting to $20,000 seems like a, like, a, like a far, far away land. But like I said, you gotta, you gotta start. You gotta start somewhere. That first dollar, you gotta get that first dollar out of the way. And you know what I tell some people? that's a little apprehensive about jumping into investing, okay, just open the account. Go, op go open that Roth IRA. Go open that investment account. You don't, have to, you don't have to put anything in it to fund it, but you're much more likely to fund it in the next few weeks if you at least have it open. So that's my challenge to a lot of you today. If you don't have an investment account, if you don't have a Roth IRA, if you haven't been doing that 3% to your 401k, I mean not 3%, if you haven't been doing the company match to your 401k, do that company match. Open that Roth IRA. You don't have to fund it. Like I said, just open it. That's all I want you to do. And you have to let compound interest work for you. It is a beautiful thing. It allows your money to work for you in a very, very hands-off way. Compound interest works for you while you're asleep. It works for you when you're not even thinking about it. It works for you while you're working. So that's why I'm always an advocate of investing over savings. So I say that to say any amount that you can invest is just that much more than you currently have investing. And I get it. I know investing sounds scary. You watching the news and they're talking about the stock market down and this company's doing this and this company's doing that. But it's a long game. It's not a short game. Investing is not a get rich quick scheme. You don't, you don't invest to say, hey, I need to make $5,000 by the end of the month. That's not how investing works. But if you set it there and let your money work for you, trust me. And it's my belief, and I'll take this to the grave, that investing is the only road to an early or even comfortable retirement. You don't want to be that 75-year-old greeter in Walmart. I'm quite sure when they were whatever age you are now, that's not the plan they had for life. And don't worry, people. I got you. I know a lot of people aren't well versed, in, well versed in investing. In future podcasts, I'm definitely going to tell you guys about safer ways to invest. 
Now yes, investing is inherently risky, but it's my hope to ease a lot of fears that you have about investing, educate you about investing, and show you ways to minimize that risk. There's a risky way to invest, and there's a less risky way to invest. And me personally, I love the less risky way, and I can't wait to tell you guys about it. And again, I hope that through this podcast and maybe you know, maybe you hate my voice, but you heard my podcast and said, you know what? That weed and wealth guy can't stand him. But he was talking about this. I'm going to look it up. And if that if that gets you to reading more about investing, you getting into investing and changing things for you, your family, your future, then I'm good. I'm very glad that you took the five, ten minutes to listen to me. And hopefully you went and tried one of my green products of the week as well while you were at it. But that's really it for this episode. I made it through episode one. Please don't kill me if if my voice was off or or my tempo or it didn't sound super professional. This is episode one. I'm going to get better. But if you like what you heard and heard a little potential and what you think this show can be, be sure to hit that subscribe, that like button, and tell a friend to tell a friend. And before I get out of here, remember, our green product of the week, the ABX Sour Diesel Half Gram Sativa Blend. Sativa Cartridge, sorry. Give it a try. Let me know what you think in the comments. Let me know if you have any questions. And I appreciate you guys listening. And until next week, I wish you guys nothing but weed and wealth. See you guys next Friday.